This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you video game nerds out there. I'm Joanna, not a good person, Krupnik. And I'm Brian Clicker Plofsky, and we're so happy that you could pull away from your fungi makeout sesh to join us today. Harrowing. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are packing a sandwich and giving you our thoughts on episode two of The Last of Us on HBO. A little bit of housekeeping. Head to the feed to check out tons of past episodes from us. We talk about all the different planets all throughout this thing we call the Nerdverse. MCU, Star Wars, Harry Potter, House of the Dragon, Stranger Things, DCEU, and more. There are tons of past episodes just sitting there waiting for you on our feed, so please enjoy. So you may be asking, how can I keep up with all of this? Well, be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And follow along on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. All right, so this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We are going to be talking about this week's episode of The Bad Batch, as well as The Last of Us Episode 2. I want to also warn you that even though I have played the video game and I know the video game, the first one and the second one, I will not be talking about any spoilers from the video game. I will not be talking about anything that happens outside of the TV show episode episodes one and two. I will talk about the differences between the game and the vid- and the TV show in those episodes, but no plot points will be revealed after what we've already seen. Yes. That's right. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Cause I've now started to watch the playthrough um, after every episode airs. So I'll go to as far as we are. Yes. So I, I am not spoiling the, I'm not going to go ahead in the game. I, I want to, be su- surprised so mm-hmm. what i'm doing but because i want to have more information about how there are differences to, and be able to talk yeah. to you about them i'm just like inching my way through the playthrough which is actually very how fun. far are you um so i came up just shy of uh, our beloved tess um moments but i'm almost at that moment like i like the shot for shot you know you know not a bad view or whatever when they're mm. when uh yeah like it's i'm up to that sort of point i think i don't think she's okay. revealed she's been bitten yet spoiler so alert. how many hours <laughs> has that been oh not long i feel like it's been an hour oh that's that happens pretty qu- are you just watching the cut scenes or are you watching them play through the game no, as watching well? them play it's like okay, 10 cool. hours long i think the whole thing it's on mm-hmm. youtube and yeah. there's no commentary so it's okay I mean, that's talk- the way yeah. Okay. That right. The, the the video game player is not talking. It's just the Correct. the video game itself. But he's still gathering things from drawers, and he's still like showing us what he's finding. Yeah. Yeah. Or, totally. I'm assuming it's a he. It could be. A, could be a woman. Oh yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Who knows? But um, are you? In, oh, I, I guess I'm interested now. Are you enjoying the game? Um, I am. I think it's it is really interesting. It doesn't make me not like the show as much. But when I see that it's that they just did exactly the same frame, I'm like, oh, okay, so they didn't come up with that. It was already in the game. 
Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good thing in I, I would assume it's a good thing for the players because they're like, thank yeah. you for doing a truly faithful ad- adaptation. Of what I think is love. pretty magical in general, though, is the fact that like that you can do that, that the 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 video game is so narratively driven and theatrical and dramatic in its own way that you don't need to like make up your own kind of fake storyline to just incorporate the things that are in the game. It is just the game. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so should we head into uh, Nerdverse Customs? Let's do it. Let me see your identification. This week, we're headed into the Last of Us sector of the Nerdverse. So I'm going to up my stamps a little bit then. I'm going to bring myself to like three, only because okay. I'm now I'm now um, a little bit more, a little well-versed in some of the game. Though sure, like I the didn't gameplay. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I know enough to compare um, mm-hmm. as far as we've gotten. So I'm going to give myself, I mean, I guess that qualifies like three. I don't know. Yeah. You? You're um, staying I'm, the same? I'm saying the same. What, what, what was I? A five? A six? You didn't, you didn't put it. I think it's five. You were arrested oh. multiple times. Yes. But you <laughs> yeah. <care. laughs> I've Sorry, I've been detained since last week. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> um, all right. So do we want to start with um, a, a Bad Batch? We have our Star Wars first. Um, do we want to do that first and then do uh, Last of Us? Sure. I don't have too much to say. Um, so the Bad Batch, this was episode five, I believe. This is Entombed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to take a break from the missions. You know, they got to actually go on a little adventure. Um, I got to say, I thought that the choral, like they were doing so much choral, like got like crazy music when they were. Um, I was Opening like, this is Sith. Up. Yeah, I was like, this is Sith related. This has yeah. to be Sith related because they were saying, you know, Wanda Sykes' character was saying how old this thing was, this like mm-hmm. compass. So I was like really like kind of excited. Um, and then it wasn't, but that's fine. And then I was yeah. like, don't lift. An- Haven't you seen Indiana Jones? Like you don't lift the idol off the freaking pedestal. Yes. Uh, I thought it was interesting that that was like the key to keeping it grounded like instead of like turning it on i thought that was interesting but Mm -hmm. i totally agree with you i thought the indiana jones stuff in the first half was really fun um and then i was kind of let down by what it ended up being in general um again maybe i'm missing what it's supposed to be like in terms of like an acolyte type thing or yeah like maybe that just went totally over my head but um I, I was just disappointed by the end of it, but I had a good time like watching it in general. Um, but I'm a little, and maybe this is just me, but I really do want them to get more involved in the resistance and the re- rebellion and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, versus uh, just kind of like going from mission to mission. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. Also, I this is going to sound crazy, but I was also disappointed by the some of the visuals in this. Um, all of that amazing choral music from when they're opening up the door and stuff yeah. like that with these like not so amazing shots. I thought that the choral music was asking for more epic, gorgeous, um, interesting shots than what we got. And it was because I know they're in a confined space. So the quote camera can only be in certain places. Um, but I was just expecting a little bit more creativity from uh the the director and stuff like that in this episode to be totally honest 
I agree. I I was more I was in a, more entertained by this episode than a couple previous, but I do still think I, I'm in with you. I, I want more of the Tarkin. I want more of what's going on, the, like the politics of uh-huh. the stuff that we all know about and how it affects this band of brothers and sisters. And um, we're just not getting that because they're so isolated. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it'll come. We know we we're going to see some of those people we are. later. And I feel like this is how I feel. And I know this is how a lot of longer cartoon series works in terms of like these first three episodes, the the um the two parter that opened the season with Dooku's treasure chest, the war chest, yeah. and then the third one that focused on crosshair. I feel like it set up an expectation for what the season was going to be in terms of what the thesis is, in terms mm-hmm. of dealing with like how the Empire is replacing clones and how, you know. Uh, he's a he's a he's a warrior for the empire no matter what and like all of that stuff is fascinating to me even if it's you know however it's done and then these past two episodes have felt a little bit fillery with the you know the races and then this one so i'm looking forward to getting back to like the main thesis i'm hoping that these episodes kind of somehow filter into that in terms of like what is motivating these characters this year um in this season but uh yeah i mean I, again the animation is gorgeous and i love um everything that's you know I, I just like being in this world a little bit longer but i i could use a little bit more from this this season so far i i agree with that should we cool. get to the main event now let's do it all right this is what i'm excited to talk about yes. um Okay, this is The Last of Us, episode two of season one. Um, we are, as Joanna said, we're about an hour into the game. I think, um, I think so. Don't quote ish, me, but I think so. Hour and a half, like somewhere in there. And a lot of people are watching this show. I mean, their numbers are really high. Um, this, I was, think, yeah. this was the highest, perc- I forget the actual stat, but it's one of the highest, maybe the highest growth from episode one to episode two of a show. It was like totally. 20% or something like that. Which makes 100% sense because it's word of mouth and mm-hmm. people just like didn't realize they should be watching word I, of fungi. Really, the, well you stepped on the fungi in one place and people watched it in another the hive place. mind is alive <laughs> i think i think what's fascinating is that you know with house of the dragon that had i think the biggest premiere watch but that's mm-hmm. got years and years and years of a family of following yeah it's got books it's got this so medium. much more exactly yeah, at, at the very least and but with, and with this show you also you can't have i mean you're not only going to lose like family watching because of course it's not family friendly and nor was house dragon, but you also people could be very turned off by the horror and the scariness and the gore. Mm -hmm. So you're also dwindling your audience in that way. So it's just really, it's, it it speaks to the show and how good, how much people are liking it. Totally. I think that it's like, here's another thing. I think people are over pandemic stuff. I think people are over the same old zombie stuff. Yes. This is giving people something new in that same genre. I was watching this episode specifically, which I loved, by the way. Um, harrowing. And, <laughs> harrowing. Harrowing is such a good word for this. But this show, like the game, is balancing humor with um, with harrow. And um, uh, and I think that you know the 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 acting choices and the performances by both Bella Ramsey and um, uh, what's his name Pedro Pascal Pedro Pascal and even uh, what's her Anna name Torv. Anna Torv in this one like it just it just balanced it out really nicely um, but uh, what I was saying before is 
This episode, I made me really think about how this is so different from what we've seen before and the changes that they've made from the game to really um, activate this type of medium uh, in terms of the film aspect of it has mm-hmm. like really enhanced some of the storytelling um, just in terms of like, uh, you know, there are in the game, there are spores all around. Right. And in this one, they created kind of more of a fungi hive mind as we were joking about before. That is but, new. Yes. Yeah. And just, I think that's really interesting. And just this idea of the fungi c- controlling us and, and that kind of being the quote zombie aspect of things is a really fascinating thing that we haven't seen done like this before. Agreed. So, so far we have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we've been introduced to three of our, I'm not going to call them zombies because I know they're not zombies, um, monsters, mushroom people. Uh, We have the stalkers, which are like very recently infected. No, no. The runners, I think they're the runners. They're fast. They've recently been infected. They still resemble humans. We have a lot of them in episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. And then I think we have the stalkers, which it's like you. It needs like two weeks to reach this stage. It's sort of it's not a combo. I don't know if we've seen that many of these yet, but I saw some in the game. And then the clickers, which are you've been infected for over a year. You cannot see anymore, but you have that that echolocation hearing. Mm-hmm. And you literally have a mushroom for a head. Yeah. Which are a Barry Gower involved, I think, in his wife, um, who we know from Vecna work and and Game of Thrones doing prosthetics for these. If you watch the inside the episode afterwards, gorgeous. Unbelievable. When I found out that those were all practical effects, my jaw dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh God, I love that we are just like going back to practical effects. We've seen them in so many things now and it's just. It's so refreshing and it's also nostalgic yeah. and it's so much yeah. more creative. It's so vibrant and scary. Um, yeah. And like watching that jump at you is just like, also like there's always that, like something is off when something's CGI and you're interacting with it. Like you're petting it in a weird way or right. you're hitting it in a weird way. Like I feel like that happens a lot. Eye contact with- is like two inches. Yeah. <laughs> and they try to do their best with it, obviously, but like, there's something about the fact that they're actually fighting these stunt performers, these physical performers um, with this prosthetic on over their face. Like, do I think that like, yeah, I understand that they may have like CGI'd over their eyes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? To like, yeah, yeah. but like, I don't count it's, that. Yeah. But like truly incredible stuff. So I want to talk about the, the opening flashback, which I'm yeah. loving adding these. Me too. Um, this one in Jakarta, it, I, first of all, I loved how this, and I, I'm sure it's get, been getting a positive response, how uh, based on our country, our country's history and world's history lately, um, these, you know, the inciting action of, of these, the pandemic, we'll just talk about this current one that we are in, it got so xenophobic and it got so much like blaming. And I loved how this was like, a really amazing professor of mycology, like who studied this. This was a, a very astute, like curious responsibility um, into finding out what went wrong. And then like saying we have to eliminate this. Like, what have you done to, to stop this? Mm-hmm. And it just, it didn't feel, it felt like it was handled really well. And yeah, I loved that. Um, 
but what is terrifying, of course, mm-hmm. I mean, that whole thing was absolutely, I was, I was, I was covering my eyes, just like peeking through the top of my fingers because first off, I kept thinking the corpse was going to come alive. Um, oh, sure. And then, I mean, it's God, it's just so, so disgusting. Those freaking tendrils. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. And she is a really, a really famous actress. Um, so that's, you know, apparently she's like royalty. Um, mm. but the, the bombing bit, like, wow. And then for Tess to say later, like this, that it, it worked in some places like here in Boston yeah. and you're like, this is working. Like this was what worked. Well, it's just, wow. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm really happy you brought that up because I feel like, you know, in the video game, you have to play as Joel. You have to play as Ellie. Like whomever is, um, you know, th- you're only seeing it from the perspective of the character you're playing. Yeah. Um, and I thought that adding a little bit more context to this world, because now we're outside of the video game without like changing anything drastic is absolutely fascinating. And I really liked that moment with Tess talking about that because it really gave us more context and it filled in some of the blanks that we as the audience know, but they may or may not know. Um, And I really appreciated that, like, she didn't fuck around and find out like, like no. at the very beginning, the doctor was like, no, I understand what this is. Like you, like when, especially when the um, military personnel said yeah. like, how many are missing? And she was, he was like 14 oh. and like, you could feel, and the moment, my favorite moment in this whole episode is how she's super calm in that room in the couch. And you just see her hand, her like, teacup shaking. I, I thought that was an incredible work of acting. Um, yeah. And like, and then her like quiet demeanor, being like, um, "I'm gonna go home. I want to see my. I'm, I want to see my family." Yeah. Also, I think there's something to say that they made that doctor a female, um, yes. because I feel like the discourse a lot is like, you know, uh, you know, uh, women can't lead because like they're unstable, they're on their period, like all that like <laughs> awful stuff. Like you hear it all the time from yeah. like, well, like, especially in the video game world. I just don't think women are as. Yeah, I don't know. I like that there's just anywhere you can incorporate women into the show. Sure. But I really like that, like, she answered the question. She was the one who had her head on straight. She was the one who understood the situation and said, like, here is my suggestion. Un, you know, like, completely unaffected by everything around her. Yeah. Willing to give up the lives of all those people to save a larger life. My city. Bomb my city. Yeah, totally. I thought that was just like one of the better cold opens of (sighs) something I've seen in a very long time. Um, I just thought it was, it knocked it totally, totally out of the park for my And so I'm like, do you remember, and I don't think this is a spoiler for you to say, but do we learn who bit her or is this an, uh, this is totally an addition to the game and it's not this is all new like this like i'm curious the 1968 opening of the first one this this is all just kind of like contextual things that they've added in as far as i remember yeah Um, i really love it i I think it's such a nice addition Um, on that note a suggestion to you joanna or to our listeners um an amazing book about how the world deals with the zombie apocalypse is uh world war z Oh, yes. Um, uh, the movie is fine, uh, but the book is incredible. And what the book does, it's written by Max Brooks, who is Mel Brooks's son. Um, but what's really fascinating about it is like it shows like how if a zombie apocalypse broke out, how the governments would actually do it. Like, And it includes like firebombing areas just yeah. to like clear out large swaths of them. It includes like 
Um, in the winter, when things get cold and freeze, like taking them out because they move slower. Like it's a really fascinating look about how a world would handle all of that stuff. So um, I would highly suggest it if you really enjoyed the first like 10 minutes of this episode, I'd really suggest reading World War Z, reading it, not watching it. I also really, I really think that they've done a great job speaking on like what the world would do in the bombing. Uh, there is so much beauty still in the scenes that we're getting in the show. Gorgeous. Um, and you know, All the just greenery, the, the greenery and like what, and like, there's so few people and the birds and the frog playing the piano. Like oh, it I was love just, that. Yeah, it was just really. I was scared when they were wading through the water, for sure. Uh, I was like, "Are there aquatic ones of these? Like, what's going on?" Um, I also think it's obviously important that we learn that she cannot swim, Ellie. So mm-hmm. we'll remember that for later. Um, but yeah, I just think there's. It's not like Walking Dead, where well, I don't, and I don't have that much experience with zombie stuff. Um, I've seen like Zombieland, I've seen Walking Dead, and I've seen I Am Legend. Um, and a quiet place, I guess, kind of like that, but the way that people adapt, um, it obviously isn't really working here because Phaedra is like not so great. And then Mm -hmm. we have the fireflies or whatever they're called that are not, um, that are considered heretics or whatever disruptors. So it's not going great, but like you could make as Ellie, we see through her eyes moving on to Ellie through this week. She, she, this is all she knows. Mm -hmm. and see her see this hotel and like wonder about it this world probably isn't that crazy for her because it's all she knows she hasn't lost the kind of things that joel Mm -hmm. and tess have felt the loss of so i don't know you could make a really nice life uh safely and away from i guess fedra um if you tried and i i wonder if we're gonna see some of that next week because we're gonna get outside a bit and see other kind of home fronts um Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think I think that's really interesting. And I loved when Tess said to her, t- reminded her, because it's such a great parent to kid moment. Just because you're immune does not mean you're immortal. Like does mm-hmm. not mean that you cannot get ripped to shreds by yeah. people. Yeah, uh-huh. So that was, yeah, that was scary. Um, yeah. Um, to go back to kind of the beauty of the it, and I think that because this isn't a movie, because this is a TV show, and because these episodes are an hour plus – you get those moments where they it's not all plot there is room for those moments of her pretending to be you know an <clears throat> someone at the hotel looking for some place to stay asking for the suite one it gets us to know her character better two it allows Joel to interact with her in a different way like you're a weird kid or whatever he yeah. says to her and then three it's just like you know, it's a, it feels natural and real because like she's never seen a hotel before or right. if, I mean, at least, um, she may have seen. Action. Some, yeah. And if anything, she's seen converted hotels in the, in the QZ. Um, but like not necessarily like kind of like frozen in time, if you will. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought their relationship was obvious. It's hard to watch the. F- I think I have to rewatch all the episodes uh, week to week because I'm so scared that something's going to happen that I'm not. I'm like too afraid. Like when she's ringing the bell, I'm like, "Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that!" Oh, sure. But now I need to go watch and be like, "No, nothing will come of the bell ringing." Mm-hmm, that hurt. Like, mm-hmm. let's watch this emotional beat between the two of them. Yeah. Um, I really like the the watch being this great shorthand that we have 
when he looks at it, we know he's thinking about Sarah. And we yeah, know what that means. Especially because the bullets stopped the watch at the time <laughs> in which she died. Oh, God. I never thought about that. Wow. That's um, ugh, wow. wild. Um, I think that, yeah. So the fungus thing, the connection between as the hive mind. Oh, that's really, again, a new development from the game. Mm-hmm. But that's... That's scary. Yeah, I think like, it's what fascinating. What does that mean, really? And then all of it growing on the houses um, and the museum, gorgeous. And then he's able to see, like, okay, these are dry. These are not part of the, like, connectivity. Very Avatar, um, but it's yes. not part of the connectivity, Ugh. which was – I just thought it was all super fascinating. So let's talk – just let's get into the the tests. Um, mm-hmm. I think – so obviously you knew Tess was not going to stick around. I yes, knew I did that she probably that. wasn't going to be one of the last of Long us. Long for this world. <laughs> right. She's not on the posters, whatever. But for some reason, I don't know. I just, I guess I didn't think she'd, Anna Torv is a great actress. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know that she necessarily go the second episode. I hadn't seen the game up to that point. So I didn't know it was soon in the game as well. Everyone else I'm sure did. Um, I did not guess. And I guess you already knew. But I did not guess she was infected until Ellie says she she's bit she was bitten. And then Joel is like, show me where. I, I was like, oh, how did Ellie know that? Mm-hmm. I mean, was I stupid? Like, did I I don't know. Can you put yourself in a position of not knowing? Did you like how they did that? The how they handled the reveal? I loved how they did that because to me, it's just a character building moment for uh what's her name? Ellie uh, or Tess. For Ellie. Ellie's perceptivity, if that a word, her perceptiveness, her ability to read deeper into situations. And even though Joel can, he's more of a surface level type of guy. So you, at least the way he's presented right now, surface level in terms of like his decision making and whatnot, deeper in terms of emotionally and layered. Um, But like also Joel only sees what he wants to see. And and I think that, uh, you know, as we, I think that's going to be really interesting to his character development over the course of this season. Um, And he hides so much of his feeling. He just wants to take things for what they are, either pleasurable or not pleasurable in the moment um you know and i think that her being able to read into it more was fascinating i loved that because like he, he whether you think he kind of knew or whether he just like keeps trudging on and doesn't think about those things like that moment that acting moment from him the reacting the, the um, flinch away yeah and like all of that when we know that they had been like you know when when that may have been his only sense of touch since he h- was hugging his daughter, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Uh, versus like and I mean, I think he and Tess have been her. having sex, but I don't think it's been No, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. What I mean is oh, a sorry, real touch. A uh, real like yes, from the time driven. Yeah, like his from the time that his daughter he was clutching his daughter, like in that yeah. first season versus the first time that maybe he and Tess kissed or he and Tess had sex or whatever it is in terms of like an emotional touch. Um, like, and then him to flinch away because he's like, is just like pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. I heard that they actually wrote a backstory for Tess and, but they just never ended up filming it. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently, and you've seen, um, the leftovers, but I think it might've had similarities there. Apparently she was, she had a husband and a son and she, uh, they both got infected and she shot her husband, but she couldn't bear to shoot her son. So she like put him in a, like a barn and locked him in there and mm. 
you progressively were going to find out that it was her son that she just like locked up and just couldn't deal with while mm-hmm. he turns into a clicker, Interesting. which I guess that's draws some similarities from a character maybe named Nora or something in, uh, sure. Your other show. Anyway. Yeah. So but Nora, I like the choice yeah. not to have, to have a backstory for mm-hmm. her. I don't think you really need it. You can imagine. No, I didn't need it. I, I think, I think this episode does a very good job and clear job. Even at the beginning, which says like, listen, we're not good people. We haven't done good things. Like right. she's, she, she has done whatever she needs to do to survive. Joel's her buddy. Like, you know, they go through it. And then once she finds out that this girl has an immunity, there's this like unlocked hope in her yes. and that little speech or not even speech, but like just that pleading to Joel to like get the job done is like, you know, it, it reminds me of Natasha a little bit in the MCU where it's like, totally. there's red in my ledger and her becoming an Avenger is the way to kind of like, you know, get uh, uh, wash over that a little bit and make it better and, and redeem yeah. herself. Oh, I feel God. like taking Ellie to wherever Ellie needs to go is her way of kind of redeeming all the bad she's done to survive. And I think that was very, very effectively conveyed to us without any backstory. Agreed. And we get some of her with Joel when she says that line, like, I never asked you for anything. I never asked you to feel the way I felt. First of all, she says felt instead of feel, which just shows all the history that they have. But yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, gut punch. And, um, you know, it, it really does. It's like her hope. It's okay. So, <laughs> so then we get the invasion, which is different than the game. Although yes. I, I haven't gotten that far yet, but yeah. I know that. So, know that it's okay. Different. You do. So in the you game, can tell us what happens. Yeah. Sure. In the game, uh, she does get infected by a clicker. Right. Um, however, it's not the horde that comes to get them. It's Fedra soldiers that come and she gives herself to save Joel and, Ellie already knowing that she's infected um, and takes out the Fedra soldiers and they, they, she dies that way with the Fedra soldiers. As uh, does she do the fire too? Or she just like lets them shoot her or something? Um, I don't she remember exactly what happens with oh, that's fine. her there, um, but, but I know is, she yeah, gives her up I to think the Fedras. Fe- yeah, Fedra, right. Mm-hmm. So w- wildly, I think a better choice yeah. to do it this way. Also, Fedra is not really, we don't know much about Fedra just yet. Like right. in terms of like, it's not an established like bad guy, if you will, or good guy sure. or just doing the job in there, you know, however they decide to frame it. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I want to talk about this kiss. Yeah. Sexy. So, yeah. So, wow. Um, this like stuck with me for a couple days. Um, mm-hmm. And every time I, I get back to my notes and I'm writing about it, I'm thinking about it more. Um, so initial, so first, so my first instinct when this happened was, and I've come so many, I want to hear what you thought of it and why you thought they did it this way and everything. For me, it was first I thought, okay, this was a stalling tactic. She knows she's infected. She knows this is, this is a matter of moments. Also, like, it's very close to her neck and head. So, like, how long she had, I, I'm still unclear. Um, but maybe it was, like, decolletage area, so it was a little easier. Um, so my first thought was she can't get that stupid lighter to go. So she's just, like, rather than having my and, – and rather than having myself have this violent end, let me just ease into this. And I got to work on this lighter while, while it's happening. Like, it'll max out how much time I have. So that was, like, my first thought. 
And then I was like, I think they're also trying to say that there is beauty in the infected. And in this, it's like she's succumbing to this inevitability and also just like this hive that she, this family <laughs> that she is about to join. Uh, and today I have this new realization that maybe this was the, the tenderest moment because she does not get a kiss from Joel goodbye. This is like the most tender filled kiss or moment that she's probably gotten ever, like since this all happened. That's, and that's that, yeah. disgusting and yeah. horrible and that's, harrowing. That's fascinating because quite frankly, like I think that it's almost like her saying goodbye to the world that she's left behind. You know what I mean? <gasps> yes. And like she says goodbye to Joel and all of that. But I think that there's there's something to be said about exactly what you're saying in terms of like she's saying goodbye to that backstory, to the the family that she left behind, to the son that she locked in, you know, whatever they wrote. Like, I feel like all of that is coming through. It's also, it's also on the other side, showing us because it's gross, showing yeah. us because it's, you know, pretty, pretty cool, showing us because it it's literally, we've only seen it in the first episode for like a split second when um, – Sarah walks into the kitchen. So it's also yeah. setting up the rules of the world as well. Um, also, so what did you take away from it? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Going back for just a moment. Um, in the video game, the Fedra sh- just shoots her. Okay. Um, and Joel watches it from the balcony. All right. This is still wildly better. Yeah. It's it's different. It's getting a lot of the same things across. But, um, um, but in terms of what did I take away from it, are you asking? I guess were you – I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, why is she letting this happen? Like, she's opening her mouth for a French, a fabulous, sensual French kiss. Well, I think that it comes down to, like you said, with the lighter. I feel like if she bites it, it's going to knock the lighter away or whatever it is. But if she allows this thing to just take over her, she knows Mm -hmm. she's going to have brain cognition like for an X amount of time to get that, that open, you know, that, that lighter to actual light. So I think that that was kind of her thought process behind that, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I do think they are also trying to show the, that like the, the fascination, the beauty in quotes, um, and like sort of it's also possible that the um runner i guess it's kind of a runner or it's a stop i don't know what it is it's like the havesy it's not a full on clicker yet um how they are also aware she is joining them i don't know it's just oh god i just can't stop thinking about it it was so crazy like a million things. I also appreciate the fact that that's the infected that they focus on waking up. Like that's the one where, so we're watching that infected's point of view as it wakes up, as it's being sent over there. Um, the one that actually recognizes that she's standing there. You know, I thought that that was, I, w- I was happy that we got a little bit of investment in that one um, that actually got Tess in the end. Oh God. Um, yeah. So, all right. So looking ahead, you obviously yeah. can't say anything. I've heard mm-hmm. that because I guess they gave screeners out for all of them. The show. All no, of the, a lot of these reviewers have seen all nine episodes. 
And I've heard that the third episode is a doozy. That's yeah. really strong. So what I've read, um, and this is not a spoiler, is an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, yes. Um, as we know from the on that like you know on the next episode of the last of us yes, 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 it yes. it centers around um some really interesting characters from the video game um but it is giving them the more backstory it that, that we don't get in the video game so this is the first like departure expansion apparently from the video game in general but i've read that this episode is truly incredible um and that this is when people like really started to fall in love with this show as like another level um yeah in terms of their viewers so i'm really excited for it do you when you say when you say backstory? Do you mean of the uh, Murray Bartlett, uh, Ron, uh, Nick Offerman characters? Yes. Or okay, okay, got it. Yeah, that's what I've read the 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 Bill character and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm fascinated to see where it goes. Um, because uh, that's where it's going to differ from the video game. And just in terms of backstory, I'm sure major plot points are not going to differ at all. Um, but I'm really excited for um for what comes next. I'm, I'm just, I, this, honestly, I get excited for this show on Sundays. Oh, me too. Yeah. And it's really fun. If anyone out there is like me and doesn't know much about the game, it is really fun to go back and watch piece by piece, the playthrough, because not only do you get it, you, do you get to see the differences and similarities, but you also get like your own mini episode of the last of us twice a week because mm-hmm. you get to watch it through the game as well. Also um, speaking of the game, yeah. People lost their minds on the internet when Joel was moving the cabinet. Oh, is like, that oh, as a game that, maneuver? Like yeah. just as like a game and even like the way that he like lunched hurst lurched over and tried to move <laughs> it and stuff like that. Like And they do that fun like vault with uh, you know, you <clears throat> clasp your hands and you vault the person yeah, up to uh-huh, the, yeah. Totally. That was fun. Um I think it's cool that, that uh what's her name? Ashley Johnston is gonna be in the show. Is that yeah. what I've heard? Uh-huh. I'm surprised they're not letting what's his name who voices Joel be in the show too. That would be kind of cute because I know she's obviously an actress. Loved her on Growing yeah, Pains. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I know that she. Uh, so that's really. I think that's great that they're bringing in character. It's like it would like be bringing in uh, Ashley Eckstein or something into the Ahsoka show. Sure. Although sure. it might be confusing because her voice is so synonymous with <laughs> Ahsoka. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm super 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 excited by this show. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm really excited for what's next. I think that uh, we're I think we're really in for a treat. Um, so what are you going to do now? You're going to watch up until Tess's death, and then kind of stop, and then wait for next week and watch. Through yeah, life. I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about the chicken sandwich. I just that was funny. Um, that was funny. That was really funny. And I also thought that that like him eating the beef jerky and her having a nice chicken sandwich and all that. The one thing I was concerned about is that she had bread and the flour. I don't know if it's still. Oh, good point. Yeah, but I'm sure. Uh, they, also, I just like she thrust the way she thrust it back in the her backpack when she was like, "Fine, I won't eat it right now." Yeah, and it's like, no, no, wrap it up. Up, like the spores i know there's no spores but the spores um oh. i also it um the little bit i know about station 11 i've like read some stuff about it. Mm-hmm. it it reminded me of like isn't there a quote from that show that's something about like surviving isn't sufficient enough or something so mm-hmm. you know joel and tess like hunched over eating disgusting jerky like that like to make your life better yeah. Than just surviving because then you're not like even having a life. Yeah. And it also, I also love what the show is doing right now is that right now, this is a Joel story. Yeah. It started with Joel and this is a Joel story. And then it became a Joel and Tess story. 
And we still are getting these elements of Ellie throughout all these episodes. And, and we know that it's going to become a Joel and Ellie story like fully. And this is kind of where that actually starts because now that Tess is out of the picture, like it's just the two of them bantering with any, you know, shenanigans they, they fought, you know, um, that ensue. But I just like the pacing of the show is excellent. I feel like I'm understanding who these characters are. I feel like I fully get I understand this. We, you and I understand this type of genre. We know where things are going. We know, like, we've seen versions of this before, like Children of Men or, you know, other aspects of that. But there's this show's just this and this video game and the show, it's just doing things different. They're just making different choices. And I just absolutely, I'm in love with that. And I, that's why I fell in love with the video game as well and the narrative in the video game because of those exact things. It's just, it's not the same. I will say that there were parts uh, of this episode where I was like, this very much feels like a game where we have to go through this building to get to the next one. So we're going to see what's in store for us here before we go and do this other dark, scary place. That did feel very video gamey to me, but I didn't mind it at all. It wasn't like super obvious. And plus it was terrifying. We should also note that the director of this episode was Neil Druckmann, who is the creator of the last of us. Like he is uh, the writer, creative director, designer, and programmer who was co-president of naughty dog, um, who created things like the last of us uncharted. Um, and he created the last of us. So like the fact that it felt more video gamey, is 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 definitely due to that Could be a result totally and, but i don't think that's a bad thing at all because i think one thing that the show is doing extraordinarily well is being a tv show and uh, honoring the video game at the same time a hundred percent um before we wrap up yeah i just want to switch gears a little bit and tell you about what i watched this week oh yeah because i think you'd be proud yeah so i watched elvis this is this is not so much nerd culture this is more but one of them is Elvis. Oh, I didn't see Have it. Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. I watched In Bruges. Oh. Uh, for you? Oh, my the God. The Colin Farrell stand. It's so good, right? It's so good. I haven't seen Banshees yet, but okay. like that, but I, I watched In Bruges, which In, I've never seen. In Bruges is a perfect film. I know. And it's got Fleur, and it's got Voldemort, I know. and it's got Mad Eye. Moody, <laughs> and it's got. Uh, uh, what's and his it's name? got Grindelwald, fake Grindelwald. Fake Grindelwald, I forget his real name in the movie, um, his other name in the movie. But uh, yes. yeah. So that was fabulous. Um, and I watched Tar. Which, oh, I didn't see that yet. Oh, Brian. You, well, you've got plane movies lined up, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, but I don't know. Tar is not available on the plane. All right. Well, as far as you know. No, I looked it up. Okay. Oh, you looked it up. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I do want to know when I say you, after I say what my last thing is, I want to know what you have planned to watch. Yeah. But, uh, Tar, 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 tar. It is so good. And it's, I mean, it's up my alley as someone who's, who under, who knows a little bit more about that, that conducting world, not because I was in an orchestra, but because I performed a ton with orchestras and choirs my entire life. Carnegie Hall, Kennedy Center. I've worked with some incredible conductors, humble brag, when I was like, I don't know, 14. So I just know a little bit about this, but like, wow, it was so good. And Kate Blanchett's just like the greatest Mm -hmm. actress of our generation. Um, and the, and the last thing, this is a little nerd related. I watched all three of the John Wick movies. Wow. You went yes. all in because they're on HBO Max now. They're on HBO. I think they've been on there, but yeah, they're on there <laughs> and oh, loved. They're so good, right? They're so good. They're all good. Yeah. 
Like, like you know, they're all great for their own reasons and mm-hmm. not none of them lag to me. I mean, the no. last one, you do feel like pa- I am tired for you, dude. Parabellum makes you feel exhausted for him, especially yes, after you binged point. all three of them. Like, yes. I can imagine that. Like, like, when he's fighting those two guys at the end, I'm like, oh, my God. And I know that, like, they cut, they cut. You know, sometimes the fight sequence, the fight choreography is for the fight choreography just to be there. And I get mm-hmm, that. I'm mm-hmm. sure they cut stuff too. And it is a little long. But oh my God, I did survive the dog incident in the first. Mm-hmm. I did not look at it. I fast forwarded it. But it was very clear it was about to happen. And I Googled okay. like some clues. Mm-hmm. But like, oh my God. There is no greater justification dare. for what he does than that. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was so infuriating. So, um, yeah, it was amazing. I think my favorite part of all of this, what I did not know existed in this, was this like super cool, out of time, underworld, like realm of the city and the world that exists so they're around ma- these people. They're making a spin-off Continental? movie called The Continental. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they already didn't they already do it? I don't- it's like a show. I don't That's think like, so. Okay, well, I have to look at that. No, I don't gotta... don't quote us. I think I think it's like uh like guests of the continental type show that's in the works. Or I thought they already did it. But that is easily Oh, is it a TV show? I think you I think so. Like not Netflix, but maybe like Showtime or Stars? Yeah, uh Stars to NBCU streamer on Peacock maybe. I don't know. But it has not come out yet, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. But that is easily the coolest part for me. That's like, super awesome. I'm so happy. Yeah. Did you have a favorite movie of the three? I honestly think the first, yeah. only because it's new and it's fresh. And you see – but I liked the second because – you really see him in his bag at the beginning, like when he and you get out of New York, um, you're in uh, Italy. So like you get the sommelier mm-hmm. and you get like him getting his outfits. And, you know, I love that stuff. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, and that beautiful scene with the sister in the bath uh, with the blood like that was really, really cool. Um, is the but the third was awesome because you see just like the reprimanding of all these people and the sins that they did. But what, um, which is regarded as the best one? The first you... one. Oh, really? Okay. I was thinking I, maybe I'm, people like the second one better. I, I mean, I would probably, I think the people really love the first one because of the surprise that it was. Yeah. The surprise. Hit. I mean, Keanu, like I have a whole new obsession and love for Keanu Reeves now. I believe that. I know, and I know he's supposed to be an amazing guy, and mm-hmm. I know, like, and of course, I've seen a lot of other stuff he's done, but like, this to me is like the best thing he has ever done. Yeah, I mean, and I've seen something's got to give. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing he's ever done. Like, he has emotional beats in this. He's, the, I mean, the choreography obviously is like the best. I mean, that's so incredible, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Everything, the gun, the guns. It's a lot of guns. I don't know how he doesn't run out of bullets. But then again, I also love that they show him having to constantly refill his cartridges because that's believable. Mm-hmm. I don't know how his gold coins don't roll out of his pockets. But um, other than that, I like it was very believable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, you know, he shoots everyone in the head two times. It's, I mean, it's super gun porny, but I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. I, I, Keanu Reeves in the role kind of like uh, allows me to like buy Browns into it. it a little bit more. Um, yeah. So I just looked, I just looked. Uh huh. John Wick one on Rotten Tomatoes has an 86%. Low. What I, oh, I, okay. John Wick two and three both have an 89%. Weird. Yeah. I think also it's very impressive that the sequels are good. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So then I, of course, then I watched the John Wick trailer, which I've seen for the newest one, but, but I didn't really appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had no context. So that was really exciting. Um, and the fact that we're going to Paris, like, get out of here. Yeah. I mean, you're going, but like I, I can now go back through John Wick four. Yeah. <laughs> so March, that's when we're mm-hmm. gonna see that. Yeah. Um. I'm probably gonna re. Jamie's never watched them, so we'll probably. Uh, she'll, I will probably rewatch them, and she'll watch them for the first time before the movie comes out. But uh, yeah. Excellent. Um. But in terms of plane movies for me. Yeah. What's your, what's your plan? Um. The incredible. What is it? The incredible weight of un- unbear- unmeasurable un- talent. Um. That's on the flight. I'm gonna watch that. Okay. Um, there are a couple newer movies, nothing, nothing like whale or Fableman's or tar or anything like that, which is what I was hoping for. Um, yeah. but especially since you can see, see them on streamers now, but oh well. Yeah. So, um, that's what I'm looking for there. Um, there's Elvis might be on there, but I mean, I didn't love Elvis. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I have no interest in it, unfortunately, but, um, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going with there. I've downloaded some TV shows that I want to catch up on. I'm almost done with that 90s show. So I'm going to watch the final oh. couple episodes of that 90s show. Um, and the, the thing is, I'm going to really try and sleep um, yes. just to combat the jet lag. Right. And then you'll arrive early morning. 1030. And you'll seize the day. You'll feel like a little zombie yourself throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But it'll be worth it because you will check things off your list and you'll be proud of yourself yeah. for lasting the whole day. Exactly. Day one is don't fall asleep. Don't, exactly. Whatever you do, don't fall don't. asleep. <laughs> well, nerds, that was scary. This is wood. But we hope you had as much fun as we did, and we hope that you'll join us next week for another episode about chatting. Well, about an episode chatting over The Last of Us and The Bad Batch. As a small universe in a multiverse of other nerd verses the subscriptions follows and reviews are super important for us to grow so be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with joanna and brian on spotify or apple podcasts and follow along on the socials twitter instagram tiktok at the nerdverse pod thank you so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us and remember you keep her alive you set everything right <laughs> <laughs>